Good afternoon, everybody. Good evening. I hope you're all driving safe out there. This is the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Glad to have them as sponsors of the show. Of course, you can go check them out. Maybe not right now because it's a little too wet and rainy, but you can check them out online. Either go to Ambassador Caffrey during the day when it's not so wet and dreary outside or go to servicegm.com. Glad to have them as a sponsor. So I'd, I've looked at the weather reports. We're supposed to get several inches of rain. A lot of heavy rains. It, it is my opinion, for those of you of my, who are my teacher friends out there, I hope you're listening. It is my opinion that much rain is just not safe. Keep the kids home tomorrow. It's already been a long week since we got back from Thanksgiving. Just keep the kids home tomorrow. LPSS, shut it down. Too much rain. Don't want to get our kids on the road and all that. Just shut it down tomorrow. I don't, it really, it looks like, a, 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 it, all joking aside, and it's, I'm not really joking, cancel school tomorrow, but all that aside, um, you look at the radar, you look at the, the estimates, like four to seven inches of rain over the next several hours, some of it getting heavy, uh, Kudos to my wife who just went outside and unplugged the inflatable Christmas decorations, pulled them in so they don't, you know, get ruined in all the rain and everything like that. But, geez, we go with a summer that had no rain to now we're getting all the rain all in one evening. And it's cool, although it's actually going to warm up a little bit tomorrow. Anyway, speaking of the weather, Greta Thunberg. It's about the most professional transition I could make. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg is, well, she she's going full anti-Semite. Okay, let me back up a bit, actually, on this. I have a long-standing problem with political groups on the left and the right that make it a habit of pulling kids up on stage because those cute and adorable kids are espousing the uh, the political ideologies they want. You know, CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, is notorious for this. There have been plenty on the left, but it's always irritated me how CPAC has done this uh, a bit Quite a bit. Um, there have been several uh, kids who have been brought up on the stage over the years who, uh, in various ways, most of them fell out of the political limelight or they became like full on leftists. Uh, there's a kid named CJ Pearson at one point. He's this young black kid. And he was he was talking all the right uh, all the right conservative talking points. He was saying all the right things. He was up on the stages at the at the conservative conferences. And lo and behold, he gets older and he starts to, starts to say some progressive things. And in fact, at one point, like endorsed Bernie Sanders for president. Um... These kids, 
who are pulled up on these these stages, uh, they get the limelight, and one of the things that happens pretty often is that these kids are really just tools of the ideological movements. They're just puppets of the ideological movements, and the kids, there, it's not you're not really hearing their real voices. You're hearing the voices of the people who have raised them to be such things. Greta Thunberg is one of those. Greta Thunberg is a, uh, a Swedish. She's Swedish. Um, she is autistic. She is on the spectrum. And actually, that was one of the defenses that the left constantly used whenever conservatives pointed out that what she was saying didn't really make sense and that it was all overly dramatic and not really backed by the actual data out there. They'd always say, well, conservatives are attacking, attacking this poor autistic girl who just wants to stand up and fight for the right thing. Greta Thunberg gets to travel around on big, not fuel-efficient uh, fuel jets. She gets to travel around on yachts, jets, all things that consume, uh, that consume oil and gas. She travels around from country to country. She's been partaking in protests. Now she is with the Stand with Palestinians crowd, and she is shouting at, con- at, at gatherings and rallies about anti-Zionism and free Palestine and ceasefire now and all this stuff. This is a child who, through her activist parents and activist green groups, was thrown up onto stages after being scared to death by those ideological groups about uh, about climate change. They scared this poor girl to death and made her uh, just drilled it into her that need, she needs to be angry, she needs to be upset, she needs to be out there fighting. And they used her to travel around and spout this message off. And what we ended up with is somebody who, through her affiliations with various leftist groups, ended up being brought back to where a lot of leftism strangely ends up. Anti-Semitism. She's now espousing anti-Semitic tropes. Anti-Semitic sayings. She's attending these rallies. She's she's saying these anti-Jewish things. Pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas, really. Saying all of these things. Whether it's a child on the right, whether it's a child on the left, we as a society, need to stop it. We need to stop drilling ideologies into our kids' heads and then having them go perform like little stage monkeys in front of large gatherings, telling these little kids to dance before the crowd and say all the things that they need to say. Let kids be kids. Let kids be kids. It's really kind of depressing that a child had had it drilled into her head that the world is ending, and then she goes in front of the United Nations and screams, how dare you, at these grown-ups in the room, and they stand up and applaud. They stand up and applaud her, her crying at them because she had this ideology drilled into her head 
And the longer she hung out with those ideological groups, the further and further she drifted until she's now into anti-Semitism. It's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. We've talked at length on this show about the growing mental health crisis and how the kids aren't okay. The kids aren't all right. And part of it, along with the social media aspect, and social media being part of the the ideological problem here, social media influencers adopting ideologies of different movements and this and that and pushing them on kids. The algorithms push those on our kids. We need to do a better job of promoting good mental health in our kids. We don't need to be drilling political ideologies and things like that into their heads. So one of the kind of kind of mismatching things together here, just follow me on this. I'm, I'm kind of riffing a little bit uh, as this just rolls through my head. Um so, you know, Masterpiece Cakes, you know, that that whole case and, and everything that came from that, uh, you know, about the I think it was I forget where um, the photographer who would not do uh, uh, what for uh, wedding photos or, or engagement photos for a gay an LGBT couple. I think uh, there have been plenty of these stories that have come out. And part of the reason is these these people practice uh they 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 their devotion to the lord comes through their work their 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 doctrine of devotion that they uh that the work they do is part of their ministry and in a similar way that's that's really if we want to raise our kids right if we want to raise our kids to Believe and do what is right, whatever it is, whether you're a progressive or a conservative, it doesn't matter. If you want to raise your kids right, the the right way, I mean, the, the wrong way to do it is to just drill ideology into their head, which is what happens to a lot of these folks. And there's also a certain grifting element to it. But more importantly, practice instead of preach. Let the kids see what's right and wrong by what you do. If you're a conservative, you're a free market capitalist, you are somebody who has a strong faith in the Lord, and you live that in your day-to-day life, your child will see that. You're not forcing it on your kid, but they will see that. They will see, they see you as a role model, and they will pick it up whether or not they intend to. They will pick up on a lot of those things. They will be a better person because they are watching the closest role models in their life, their mom and their dad, their parents. They will see that modeled behavior. You want to model the behavior that your kids practice. You don't want to sit there and drill it into their heads because they are more likely to reject it. Especially if you aren't living what you're telling them to live. If you were drilling such 
ideological constraints into their head, but you yourself aren't always following them, they're going to reject it even more. And all too often, we have parents who are more into drilling ideologies in than properly practicing them. If you are modeling the good behavior, your kids will pick up the good behavior. We don't need to be shoving the ideologies into our kids' heads. And more importantly, we don't need to be shoving them onto stages where they, and they will inevitably fall in with ideological crowds that will corrupt them one way or the other. Let's take a break. We'll be back here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number, or you can use the KPL app chat to be part of the conversation. It is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer nine years in a row. Stop by and check out their huge selection today at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette. You can get it all there. Or if you're just looking and you don't want to get out in the rain or anything like that, servicegm.com. That's the place to go to check out all that new and used car inventory. New stuff coming in every day. You need to check it out. They also have a parts and service department right there. They've got Body Shop and Collision Center for you as well. Uh, Fine Line Custom Auto. They've got the wash. They've got everything you could possibly need all in one convenient location. Again, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. Why don't you go check them out? Service Chevrolet Cadillac, their family, serving your family for the last 50 years. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet. Now, when we come back, Let's talk about the debates that's happening tonight. There's not a Republican debate. It's the Gavin Newsom, Ron DeSantis debate. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it means. Is the debate actually important? We'll get into that after this break. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL 232-1542 is the number. Or, like Rob in Youngsville... You can use the KPL app chat. Rob actually kind of beat me to the punch here talking about the important uh the importance of the debate. Uh so let me let me set the stage on this. Sean Hannity sent out the invite. He he's having Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. They're debating tonight on Fox News. And as Rob points out on the app. Sure, tonight's debate has value. It's the 2028 presidential debate just four years early. Hannity as moderator is the only entertaining factor for the debate, though. I I, I had several conversations with people, including uh, one just today. Um, it's, it's somebody said, why are we doing this right now? This isn't the presidential race right now. Why, why are we doing this? And here's my take. It's not so much that it's the 2028 debate four years early. I actually don't think Gavin Newsom really has a chance of being the Democratic nominee. That said, what Gavin Newsom represents and what Ron DeSantis represents, I think, is the natural path forward for both parties. I think this is where both parties will end up in the next four years. Gavin Newsom is a political creature. 
he is somebody who is interested in the next level up. He always has been. He's always been looking for some way to fulfill that constant desire for more that only ambition can feed, but the ambition's never settled. But he is extremely progressive. And as we saw during the COVID pandemic, among others, among other things, Gavin Newsom liked, likes to dictate what everybody else can and can't do, but he wants to make sure that he's still allowed to do those things. Case in point, uh, the, the, well, I forget the, the posh restaurant that he held a party at while he had told everybody else in California to, uh, that they couldn't go out and do things, go out to restaurants, things like that. Gavin Newsom under uh, in California under Gavin Newsom, like you know, we know the school shut down. What you may not know is that Gavin Newsom and and the the Democratic establishment in California, um, made sure that their school lockdown policies, uh, directly impacted special needs students in ways that it, it they they couldn't get the services they need no matter where they went. Because they shut everything down, they locked everything down that tight. Special needs kids were completely out of luck in trying to get services. So when they were trying to do remote learning, they had no resources they could use. They were just like everybody else. And they fell really far behind in places in California. But Gavin Newsom is very much one of the Democrats who believes in the command style of government. That command economy, command government, everything. The government is your Lord and Savior. The government can decide what it can and can't do. You, as voters, you, as the citizens of California or in the United States, if Gavin Newsom had his way, you don't give power to the government. The government gives power to you. That's his philosophy. The French Laundry, yes. You're absolutely right, Rob. The French Laundry. I was... I. I knew it was French something, and I kept wanting to say French press, but I love the French press here, and I don't want to slander the French press in Lafayette by saying that's where Gavin Newsom went. But the French laundry, yes. Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, did the opposite. Ron DeSantis tried to open up as quickly as possible. He fought those federal mandates. He has done everything he can to keep preserve his state's independence from powers the federal government doesn't actually have. He believes in capitalism. He believes in keeping political ideologies out of schools. He believes in parents having the right to be involved with their child's education. And a bunch of other things, the usual platitudes about pro-life this and, and pro-choice that, everything, they, these two represent their parties and the direction their parties, their parties are headed. The debate tonight is not about the presidency. On its face, it is, because everybody's like, oh, hey, this is the debate we'll have four years from now. I'm not so sure. Gavin Newsom is very, very far left. Gavin Newsom came a lot closer than people realize to getting recalled in California. 
He still won. He was safe, but he, he came under recall. There have been a lot of Californians who have fled the state. In fact, the DeSantis campaign ahead of tonight's debate, I thought this was actually pretty funny. Um, the attorney general of Florida, Ashley Moody, held a press conference with Floridians who fled from California. And they sent out the they sent out a presser afterwards to kind of give the quotes from those. Um, Floridian Noah Howard on how he moved to Florida because DeSantis backs the blue. Governor DeSantis had a program where he would give money to law enforcement officers coming from out of state, federal, any and anywhere. And I took it upon myself and me and my wife to take that challenge. I came here, I took the course, I became a state certified Florida law enforcement officer. Uh, Jay Berman on how he moved to Florida due to California's COVID lockdowns. After the virus, California put a lot of my friends and my clients and friends out of business, restaurants closed, the lockouts. It was really terrible. And in 2020, I saw the future in California. So I made the decision to get rid of everything I owned and head east and wound up in Fort Lauderdale. Julie Gebbards on how she left California to protect her children. She says, I left California specifically for the prosperity of my family. What with what my six kids endured in the classroom was indicative of a state in decline. Policies impact every everyone's day to day experiences. And the policies in California shaped a culture in schools that was toxic for my children. And they go on and go on, go on with that. They released a whole list. Uh, they had a whole slew of folks who had fled California to go to Florida. And that's going to be a big point in Ron DeSantis' debate performance tonight. He's going to talk about if you are so great, if your governorship has been so wonderful, if you've done everything so right in Florida, why are people leaving California? And Gavin Newsom will probably take some shots at Ron DeSantis about how he bullies people into doing what he wants. He will he will say, well, uh, it's clear America doesn't like your message. You've been you've been falling in the polls ever since you announced you were running for us, all that sort of stuff. That's the kind of thing we're going to hear back and forth. But this is going to be the ideological setup of the next four years, regardless of who the president is. After the 2024 election, this is going to be the ideological fight between the two sides. I don't think Gavin Newsom is going to be the Democratic nominee anytime soon. For a couple of reasons. One, he has uh, he, he is part of a party that has fully committed to identity politics. And he is a rich white man. He is the oppressor by, by Democratic Party identity politics. I don't think they're going to go that route. I told y'all the other day, the chatter behind the scenes in certain political circles is that Democratic strategists would rather somebody like Gretchen Whitmer. Ideologically believes the same things Gavin Newsom does, but is a woman, is a governor, took over in a relatively purple state, and now it's fairly solidly blue, and the state's Republican Party is in utter ruins and has ties to blue-collar workers, which Democrats desperately need to retain a hold of. Gavin Newsom doesn't have those things. Gavin Newsom took control in a blue state and kept it a blue state. 
Sure, it's the largest population of any state in the country. But at the same time, a good portion of that state tried to recall him. I don't think Gavin Newsom is the next nominee for the Democratic Party. He wants to be the guy who replaces Joe Biden. I don't think that's going to be the case. Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, currently running for president, is making a big push for Iowa. His campaign strategy right now is if I can beat Donald Trump in Iowa, then it shows Trump is vulnerable and all of his voters will start coming to me. That's the DeSantis campaign strategy. He can take a lot of the not Trump voters and a lot of the Trump voters, and he can create a coalition out of that. He has the potential to be a party nominee. Gavin Newsom, I don't think he does. Despite, and this is one of the things that, that, that makes me think that it's not the case, the conventional wisdom that you see in the media is that Gavin Newsom's the next guy. It's kind of the undertone of a lot of these things. Gavin Newsom's the guy. He's coming up next. I don't think that's the case. But Mike in Bro Bridge, I think you're absolutely right. Tonight's debate will definitely feature a lot of topics and a lot of ideological platforms that will resurface in four years. That's a given. We'll take this break. We'll be back here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation. We've got a few minutes left. You can also send a message through the KPL app chat. Wrapping up your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet. Go check them out, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey or com. So kind of to wrap things up. This is where my head's at. I I'm going to watch this debate. I'm not excited about watching the debate. I'm going to watch it because I think it is a pretty good insight into the future of both parties. But here's the thing. 2024 is the year. This is the year that's going to decide the direction of both parties. I can assure you that the progressives will have decided in in due time Progressives will have decided that Joe Biden was too centrist, and that's why they failed. And so they will go further to the left. If Joe Biden loses, if Joe Biden wins, they can maybe hold that off. Joe Biden was the only guy who could pull the progressive and moderate wings of the party in together. If Donald Trump becomes the nominee and loses, 
it's very hard to tell which way either party is going to go. And that's in large part due to the fact that Donald Trump commands so much of the base, but so much of that base has decided they're going to just take their ball and go home if they don't get what they want. Do a lot of those people that support Trump, do they just end up abandoning the Republican Party if Donald Trump doesn't win? Will they give up hope in the electoral process or will they continue to fight? There's a lot of people making noise like Donald Trump's ride or die, Donald Trump, that's it for them. That's what they're focusing on. It'll be interesting to see. We're going to go ahead and take this break. We're wrapping up for the evening. Now, you do need to know that coming up not too long from now, Raging Cajun men's basketball will be playing right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. I'll be back tomorrow, 23 hours from now. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, or email Joe at RedState.com. The podcast is going live soon. You can find that on Joe Cunningham Show at Substack, or you can get the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever. If you get it from those places, though, be sure you leave a rating and a review. The algorithm likes that. The show grows. The show growing is good for everybody. You guys have a fantastic evening. Go Cajuns! We'll be back tomorrow here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.